What's going on, everybody? Thanks for checking out this episode of The Show, The Podcast. Be sure to leave a five-star review, and I'll shout you out in the next episode. Do you want even more content? Go ahead and follow me on Twitter at KDJTV611, or follow me on Twitch, subscribe to me on YouTube. The handles are the same. It's KDJTV. But without further ado, I know why you guys are here. Let's go play some ball. Yo, what's going on, boys and girls? Thanks for checking out the next episode of the show, the podcast, uh, episode 44. So, I initially planned to have a guest this week. Some timing things just didn't work out. Pretty sure we've locked him down for next week. So, be on the lookout for that. Super duper excited. Again, not going to tell you who it is until we've got it recorded and in the bank. Because situations like this, you just never know. People's schedules are hard to coordinate sometimes. Especially in this this virtual world. Um, uh, Another quick note before we hop into the crux of today's episode. I will not be streaming this week. Uh, I'm on my way to Massachusetts, probably, as you're listening to this. Um, Just some family stuff i got to take care of. So, no streams this week. Streams will be back. Uh, Maybe over the weekend. I can't guarantee that. Don't hold me to that. But, you know... I've generally speaking, been streaming on Tuesday nights. That will not be happening this week, just an FYI. Uh, I appreciate, however, everyone who does come from the podcast to the streams. Um, I just like that you guys are, um, you know, liking what I'm saying and liking what I have to say. That's called, uh, in the business, that's called conversion, when you can get people to uh, act on a call to action. So look at us doing doing the business things here. Uh, but today's episode, you might have been able to tell from the title, you might have not. Um, I say that because I have not titled it yet. I am recording it as I'm speaking to you. Um, I ran a poll on Twitter last night. Last night being Monday night. And it was a quick poll. I only had it up there for two hours because I wanted to record when it ended, which is what I'm doing now. So we didn't get a ton of votes, but that's fine. Um, What is the worst part of MLB The Show right now I listed four things and I said if if I haven't listed what your largest complaint is please let me know in the comments so we're basically this whole episode is going to go through this poll and this poll comes from the fact that I've seen a lot of people on Twitter recently um, really just not be happy with this game Uh, it's in a bad place right now and I agree you know some people have a bigger voice than I do just because of the platforms they have and, and maybe their opinions reach a farther audience than mine mine do, which, you know, whatever. It's totally fine. Um, but a lot of the, the bigger streamers and content creators and some top 50 players and competitive players, they're really voicing their frustrations with how this game is playing right now. And, you know, it, it, it's kind of like inexplicably stupid stuff that SDS just for some reason, year after year, can't figure the fuck out. I don't get it. I really don't. Again, I'm not a developer. You know, this is harder than probably we all think it is. But at the same time, it's like, give us a game that works. So in my poll, there were four options. Again, people also chimed in with their other options at the, at the bottom. Option one, 
uh, was contact swinging. As you guys know, contact swinging is broken right now. You can contact swing and get the same exit velo you'll get on a normal, normal swing. What a contact swing does is makes your PCI larger. Therefore, that is a problem. Uh, I, I put lag slash freeze as one option. They say they fixed some freezing issues, but some people are still complaining there's freezing issues. There are definitely lagging issues and latency issues. So, uh, server issues is the next one. Kind of similar to lag and freeze. That's why I grouped them like that. But, you know, I don't think games are dropping as much as they used to. I don't think we're losing connection as much as we used to. However, overall server strength would probably improve a lot of these problems we're having. Uh, And lastly, timing windows. For those of you who don't know, a timing window is... Trying to figure out the best way to put it. It's when it's basically for when you're hitting, and it's how quickly you can pick up the ball, react to the ball, hit the ball. They seem to be very inconsistent timing windows right now, regardless of the difficulty. But I'll just use Hall of Fame as an example because that's what I've been playing on mostly lately. Um, there are some games I'll face Edward Cabrera, and all right, let's get this out of the way first. I'm not hitting Edward Cabrera. Not many people are. But there are some games I'll face Edward Cabrera, and I'm turning early on his sinker. And there are other games I'm just so ass-backwards late that I sh- I just shouldn't even be playing the game. I might as well not swing. Hope he walks me 27 times to score runs. Um, and, you know, a lot of the time that's user error. That's a me problem, not an everybody problem. But when top 50 players are saying they're having the same issue, it's more than just me. It's not just a me problem. When when Ochev is saying he's got a problem with this, and he's a, I, I don't even is he, he's more than top fifty lifetime, but we're just gonna say top fifty lifetime because I know that's true. Uh, he, he's a lifetime all time great player, and he even thinks this is a problem. Maybe not as much as I do because again I suck, but like he's experienced this issue. So those are the four options. The winner with forty two percent of the vote was lag slash freeze. So. We're going to talk about these four options in in order here of uh, highest vote getter to lowest vote getter. So as I mentioned, SDS says they're they're going to be working on a patch to, to or or they already worked on a, a patch to to fix uh, people freezing games. People are intentionally freezing games to get free wins, or you have to wait in a freeze off, and whoever quits first gets the loss. It's fucking incredibly dumb that such a glitch even exists. Um, people are, people had said, oh, wow, it's great, it's working again, and now, you know, 24 hours or 48 hours after that, that patch came out, games are freezing again, intentionally. People are just finding more ways to cheat the system. First of all, my message to those people is, why the fuck do you play this game? Uh, do you Is that fun? Like, I, I play the game because I want to play the game. Of course I want to win. Of course I want to progress. Of course I want to make World Series and take David Justice or Vita Blue. That said, is are you actually playing baseball? Are you actually playing the game that you want to play? So those people can just go fuck right off. Um, but personally, my personal experience, I've only been in two freeze-offs this year. Neither lasted long. So, you know, knock on wood, I'm super thankful for that. Um... I haven't seen as many freeze-off issues online, like on Twitter, people people talking about them since the patch. 
I'm not sure. There might be some recency bias to this result here with the answer, but I will say the lag is bad. There are games, all of this kind of time, all of these kind of tie together, like timing windows. There, there are games where Edward Cabrera's fastball jumps out of his hand. Or a sinker's probably a better one. There, there are games where the sinker jumps out of his hand, but I can catch up to it. And then there are games where the sinker looks like it's moving 14 different directions before it gets to the plate. That's a lag issue. That's a connection issue. That's a, that's a frames issue. I don't even know what that issue is. It's a problem. And, you know, you want consistency and competitive play, and you want casual players to enjoy the game and not get frustrated. Pitches should look like what they should look like, and it should not change from start to start. It should not change from ballpark to ballpark. It should not. It should not change. Um, so I can I understand why people are upset about that. It pisses me off. It bothers me. You know, you feel like you're finally getting into a rhythm, right? Because you know this game is so hard. Like it really is. It's a hard game. It's hard to get into a rhythm, and you finally get in that rhythm, and all of a sudden, the game doesn't want you to be good anymore. It's not the opponent. Maybe your opponent is good. But I've found that I lose more to the game than I do to my opponents. Personally speaking, that's just this year. Last year, I was you know I've made big improvements from last year to this year. I do want to you know toot my own horn, pat myself on the back for that. But regardless, I lose to the game more than I lose to other people, and that that really really pisses me off. Um, shouldn't happen. Just just fix it. Just, I I, just, I don't understand why that's hard. Just fix the pick, fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it. I don't care. You know you want to do a hitting patch to. Or, or a pitching patch to potentially screw shit up, I'd rather you take the risk to fix it. If it doesn't work, it can't get much worse. Really? Like, like think about it. You know, one of the things I did not put on this list and that nobody said here was exit velos. Exit velos are fucked right now. Hitting's broken. I am piecing some balls that are going nowhere. I am squaring balls up that are 85 off the bat and weak flyouts to right field or weak dribblers up the middle that middle infielders are able to have enough time to get to. PCI is not perfect on those. If it was, it would be a perfect, perfect. But the timing's good. The swing is pretty good. That's baseball. You can say it all you want, but I'm telling you, exit velos don't work. And I've talked to many people about this. Exit velos and swinging and hitting, just it, something's up with the hitting matrix. they got to fix it. They got to fix the entire hitting engine, and if that requires an in-game patch that might break it worse, I don't see how it could be worse. So I'd rather them just fix it. Um, option option two or, or or second place here was timing windows with thirty-two percent. This goes along somewhat with what I just explained about exit velos. Hitting is so bad right now, and. Not only is it because of the hitting engine, it's because the pitching is so absurd with all the legs and the, the timing windows being fucked up and this and that, and you just can't hit right now. I, I haven't scored more than like four or five runs on uh, on my Hall of Fame run this season, and I've won most of my games. There's no hitting. I'm pitching very well. It's why I've been able to survive and get these wins, but like, there's no runs. There's no, it, everyone's batting averages are plummeting. It's so hard to hit. That's why Hall of Fame is harder than it's ever been. It's not because the pitch speed is faster. It's because the timing windows are a disaster. And I will not play on Legend. I was able to make World Series last season without playing a single Legend game. Thank God. I just got very lucky in doing that. But I can only imagine the frustration of players who consistently play on Legend. How do they do it? 
you know, you don't necessarily cater this game around those legend players. They are so few and far between. That's why top 50 is celebrated. That's top 50 in the world. Top 50 players in the world. That's not a lot of people who play consistently at that high level. You know, realistically, there are more than 50 legend players. I understand that, but I'm just talking from that comp standpoint. There are so few competitive players. So I understand why SDS doesn't necessarily want to take a lot of time out of their day to cater to the few when they should cater to the many. But at the same time, timing timing issues and, and, and pitching problems or hitting, you know, hitting problems, whatever, whatever way you want to describe it, those are universal, regardless of what difficulty you're playing on. So the timing windows especially. I don't know how else I can describe it. I mean, like, Rob Dibble throws hard. Right? He throws 102. Every fastball is going to be 101, 102. He's hard to hit. I am selling out and sitting fastball on Hall of Fame. I don't even care if the cutter and slider make me look like a fool. I'm literally sitting fastball. And I am so behind it, it's not even like registering. Like it's not even, it, it's at the very end of the swing scale. And if I'm literally camping for a pitch, camping, I'm like, I don't care what this is, it's a fastball, I'm going to get it, I'm going to swing at it, I'm going to hit it. And I'm still that far behind? For someone who's made World Series and consistently plays at the Hall of Fame difficulty? Again, I'm very honest with you guys. Even though I've made World Series, I still don't think I'm that good of a player. I get overpowered by velocity. I don't score 10, 15 runs a game. I rely on close games, situational hitting. Like, I really, really have to grind these games out. That said, I've made World Series five or six times since last season. Since last year, rather. Sorry, since MLB 20. If I'm camping on a fastball, I should be at least touching it. Even if it's fouled back, I should be on it. And I'm telling you, I'm so late on it that it's like, well, I should have just taken it and let let it be a called strike. There's problems with, with that stuff right now. There are legitimate problems with that stuff right now. So that frustration is one felt by many, I'm sure, especially as you get to the higher difficulties. Um, you know, Dibble on All-Star is still a problem, but you could square them up a little easier, right? I mean, it's it's a little slower of a, of a speed. It's uh, the PCI is a little bigger. He's a little more forgiving. I think All Star is a lot of fluky shit that happens. But I mean, even on Legend, if you put a player who's never played this game before into Legend against Rob Dibble, said you have five minutes to learn how to time this up, and then after that, I expect you to hit every single ball. That person could probably do it because you're just camping for a pitch. You just—it's muscle memory, it's rhythm, and none of that's helpful this year. In my humble opinion. And please, by all means, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if you've had a different experience than I've had. Um, I don't really know where else to go from here with that, but I just hope it's fixed. Before we get into the rest of the poll, we're going to hear from our sponsors. Thrive Fantasy. I'm going to try to do these without the ad copy in front of me. So we're going to paraphrase a little bit. But Thrive Fantasy is the place to play daily fantasy sports. It's not like those other daily fantasy sports apps. Uh, This one's based around player props. So you're going to choose five out of the ten player prop options to build your lineup. Uh, Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under. Uh, You want to make the play that you think is going to happen, and then you get points if you're correct. So 
MLB is the place to play that. You can play NBA. There's still NBA going on. Um, I like the MLB games personally. And you can make some money. You want to make money this MLB season? Go to thrivefantasy.com. Download it on the App Store, Google Play Store. Uh, Use promo code KDJTV. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's the other one. Scratch that. Use promo code the show the pod. Don't use KDJTV. Use promo code the show the pod when you sign up and make your first deposit. And uh, Thrive Fantasy will match that with a little extra money. So, the show the pod, Thrive Fantasy, Daily Fantasy Sports, Player Props. Those are the cliff notes. Go make some bread. Finally, Dugout Creative. Dugout Creative is everywhere in the MLB The Show content creator community. And while I unfortunately do not have any merch with them, nor any merch, period. Um, Dugout Creative is still the place to be to get all your merch from all your favorite content creators. Dimu, Swan, Scuffy, I think, uh, God, who else? Everybody. Everybody. Ray Cheesy, I believe. Um, But even though they're not helping me out with merch, I do have a promo code. This is where you can use coupon code KDJTV. DugoutCreative.com, KDJTV, and you'll get 15% off your entire order. Support your favorite streamers, support your boy, support people doing cool shit. So much of this content that you're getting is free. I'm never going to complain because I do this for fun and to hear myself talk. But people are doing cool shit, and if you could throw them a bone and use a promo code or buy their merch, it uh, really makes a difference in a lot of people's lives who try to do this full-time. So support people doing cool shit. That's my that's my mantra. All right, so we've got two more results in this poll to talk about, and then we're going to talk about the other uh, other responses here. Third place, contact swinging. Contact swinging drives me up an effing wall. So... Have I used contact swinging in some situations? Sure. If I'm really struggling to hit on Hall of Fame on my Grind World Series, I'll use it. What I've been trying to do a lot more lately, swing normal. Two strikes, I'll contact swing, absolutely. That's that's a baseball play. You don't want to strike out. You want to give yourself a better chance to at least put the ball in play. I'll contact swing. But this is what I've been doing now, and you know you can hate me for this, you can not. I won't contact swing unless someone contact swings against me. If I see that PCI feedback and I see that you're contact swinging against me, best believe I'm doing it against you because I'm leveling the playing field. You know, it's not cheating because it is a glitch in the game. It's not your fault the game is broken in that way. It's SDS and MLB The Show's fault for not fixing it. At the same time, you're not stupid. You know it's an exploit that is giving you an advantage because there are inherent benefits right now to contact swinging. It's not every single time, but you're getting reasonably good exit velos more than you should with a much larger PCI. You're also impossible to strike out because if your timing's good, you'll put the bat on everything. So you'll foul everything off. You can hit pitches well out of the strike zone. You can also get a lot of fluky bleeders or little dumpers that go over the middle infield. You know, it's fucking annoying. And again, people who contact swing, it's not like they're breaking the game. The game they received was broken. It's not on them. At the same time, I do think contact swinging needs to be fixed. It needs to go back to the way it was. It needs to go back to where if you contact swing, the ball doesn't go anywhere. That's it. Like, sure, has David Eckstein hit home runs in his life? Yeah, 
you know, maybe you'll get the occasional fluky homer. But right now we're seeing home runs at the frequency of normal swings when contact swinging. And that shit's got to stop. It's, it's not the way this game is meant to be played. It's incredibly frustrating. I play people in BR. In BR. Who are contact swinging. Guys, it's all-star. The PCI is already pretty big. You're going to contact swing in Battle Royale? Like, that's that's a step too far. That pisses me off. I don't even do that. Even if you do it against me, I still don't do it. Because it, it doesn't make you any better, first of all. Um... If you try to take contact swinging into Hall of Fame and then suddenly they fix contact swinging, guess what? You're fucked on Hall of Fame because you haven't used the PCI the correct size in months. Absolutely. Months. In months. So I'm I'm done with that. People contact swing against me. If you do it, I'm doing it back because it, it levels the playing field. You know, there will be situations where I do say, like, listen, I do need to improve myself. I need to get better on Hall of Fame. Let's swing the right way. But if it's cheesy and you're cheesing me the whole game, I'm going to whip it out too. That's just how it's got to be. I mean, until they fix it, I want them to fix it. I hope it gets fixed tomorrow. It won't be. But, you know, the next patch, I'd, I'd love if they fix it. I feel like it's a simple fix. There's got to be, like, some little codes in there in, in the ones and zeros, the beep boop, beep boop, beep boops, and it just says, like, contact swing, uh, percentage power, and, like, fucking decrease the percentage. I don't know. You know, copy the code from the last game. Why didn't they just do that? Just copy the code from the last game. I don't think contact swinging was broken in 20, and if it was, no one ever told me. So, that's that. And uh, next, finally, the final answer was servers at 5% of the vote. Servers, in my opinion, for the most part, are fixed. And when I say fixed, I mean connection issues, getting into games, dropping games, things of that nature are mostly gone. Unless people play with a potato connection in their mother's basement or hooked on, to, you know, they're tethered to the Starbucks down the street, the games won't drop. However, servers on the whole could be much stronger. Servers on the whole being much stronger fixes issues with lag and freeze. Not people exploiting the freeze glitch, but like lag. Definitely that. It will, it will fix timing windows to some degree because when there's no lag... This is better timing windows because pitches, I think, would, would react and act the correct way. So servers are still a little weak. I'd love it to be fixed. Um, Dimu jokes about this all the time. Jokes in that he's being very serious when he's saying it, but of course, being himself, he makes it funny. Sony is not this tiny little boutique startup. This is fucking Sony. Sony San Diego is a small little branch of Sony. I get it. But Jesus effing Christ, they have Sony money. Buy bigger, better, more reliable servers for the biggest, and when I say biggest, I mean essentially only baseball game on a major console. RBI baseball doesn't count. That Nippon baseball heroes game doesn't, it's cool, but it doesn't count. You know, tap, tap baseball on my iPhone has better servers than fucking MLB the show. And that's, come on. Like, let's fix this shit. It's June 21st when I'm recording this. June 22nd when you're listening to it. And this game's been out for two months. Right? May? Yeah. Two months. The servers are better, but still not all the way fixed. 
So I think that's why that actually came in fourth in the poll, because there have been some pretty significant improvements. However, improving it even more will really fix the game a lot. Still won't be perfect. Still going to be plenty of shit to, to work on. It's not going to fix contact swinging, for example. Um, it's not going to fix people exploiting the freeze glitch. It might not even fix the, the timing windows. I'm confident it would, but, like, it, you know, we need stronger servers. It's really all it comes down to. There are still times during high-volume nights when things are a little slow. Sometimes the marketplace loads a little slowly. Um, I can live with that if my games don't drop while I'm you know, mid-pitch in the fourth inning. But I'd prefer if none of this shit happened. I'd prefer if the game just worked as intended. Lastly, before we get out of here, we're going to talk about a couple of these responses. First response from DeCenzo, DeCenzo, I'm sorry if I'm saying your name incorrectly. Um, He just wrote R2. By that he means R2 spam. Here's the thing about R2 spam. I agree. I think people should stop exploiting it. Nutsy and I talked about that pretty extensively uh, when he was on the pod a couple weeks ago. R2 spam, I believe, was Article 1 of his Constitution. Don't do it. There's not much you can do about it, though, unfortunately. You know, R2 was always a little annoying. Gets you out of your rhythm. But we only ever knew pitching with meter or pin or uh, analog up until this year. I guess people use pulse. I only use pulse, meter, and analog until this year. So while it was annoying, you just work around it. You just be a little more patient. You figure it out. But since the advent of Pinpoint, R2 now becomes a big problem because it prevents you from tracing your pitch accurately. And here's the thing. R2, I personally find useful. I've clearly stopped using it as much as I used to because I don't want to be a troll and I don't want to piss people off. But I like using R2 to see how the pitcher attacked me in the last at-bat because smart players will use a pattern, you know, smarter players will deviate from said pattern. But players who, you know, who just kind of know what they're doing will repeat patterns to some hitters. Like Mike Trout, oh, I'm just going to bore him inside with sinkers. Um, Juan Soto, oh, he's going to get change-ups away. And I want to see that trend. I want to see that pattern. Maybe I should memorize it? Sure, maybe that'll make me a better player. But but the beauty of hitting R2 is you see the last at-bat's pitch, uh, pitch selection, pitch, pitch sequence. I don't know of another way to do that without hitting R2. So that becomes a discussion of how does SDS revamp that system for the next year's game. It's not a fix we're getting in 21. You can't eliminate R2 either, because like I said, it is useful for people trying to get a little knowledge of what's about to come in their next at-bat. Maybe it's as simple as putting another window to the side that shows you the last pitch's sequencing, last at-bat sequencing. But there's already a lot of junk on the sides. There's the scoreboard. There's the hitting feedback window. There's the wind. There's the swing track. There's all this shit. I don't think we want more just overtaking the screen. We want to see the field. You know, when you have runners on base, you see their their uh, their avatars, their windows of where they're standing on base and their leads and, and things like that. I, I don't want more on the screen. So I don't know what the answer is. Pinpoint's been a blessing and a curse. It's made this game a lot harder. It's also made this game a lot better, but it's also made this game a lot more annoying. So... It's, it's a really interesting discussion, and I, I think if, if SDS was smart and, and the developers were smart, they would do more than just poll the community. Polling the community is great. Last year, 
I was very serious about guys. When we get these surveys, fill them out, you know, legitimately. Don't don't fucking play with them. Do it do it the right way. Our feedback matters. They care. These developers care about the community. Doesn't always seem like it, but I promise they do. What I think they should do, though, is go to a panel of 15, 20, 25 of the top content creators and just be like, guys, you play this game more than anybody on this earth. What's the best way to fix problems X, Y, and Z? And people will get upset at me saying that because they're like, but content creators, they're not the everyman. They're so good at this game. They, you know, blah, 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 blah. They're going to look at it from a comp standpoint. No, they won't. Dimu's not competitive. He's good at the game. He's not a competitive player. Kevin G.O.D. is not a competitive player. Um, you know, there are plenty of guys. You know, Shelfie, very, very good at the game. I don't know if you call him a competitive player. Coogs probably could be competitive if he really tried, but he, he focuses on his content and is still excellent. Like, he's playing World Series and Legend games. He's just not going to... He's not running for top 50. What I'm getting at is those guys are going to answer more of the quality of life questions. That's the stuff I care about. They're not the ones to answer the gameplay because people are right. They're not the everyman. But as far as quality of life, they're the ones who spend the most hours of their lives on the game. You know, and, you know, this is a side discussion, but Scuffy is, is doing incredible things. Incredible things on Twitter with suggestions and game modes and ideas and graphics. And, like, this man's got ideas on how to make this game better, more fun, more attractive, user-friendly. You know, people are keep saying, like, SDS, hire this man, SDS, hire this man. First of all, I love Scuffy, so they should. Scuffy's a good dude. But at the same time, even if they don't hire him, they should consider all of his input. This man is doing this because he wants a fun game, because he loves the game, because he wants the game to be accessible and enjoyed by all. So, circling all the way back, I feel like we're on a big tangent here. R2 is something that they can't fix right now. They can't fix that mid-game cycle. But they can fix it for next year, and I think they should poll and talk to as many people as possible before they change anything. Or before, God forbid, they leave it the same. If they leave it the same, that's even stupider. Next up. <laughs> this is a joke, but I liked it from Cody. Uh, Cody all red. He said, can we get an option for all of the options? <laughs> to which I said, your response has been noted. Which just means the game is so upsetting right now and... Basically, he could have just said yes, as in, like, I have problems with all of it. And I, I totally would agree. I have complaints about all these things. There's a hierarchy to them, but I have complaints about all of them. And then finally, from The Real Dynamite, I'm going to read it verbatim here. I would say all of those things are tolerable. Which, you know, that's an opinion. The worst thing is the PS5 controller being too big for my tiny hands. Causes me to be inconsistent. It's actually crazy. That's not a problem I've actually heard. Um, I actually find this controller quite nice. Quite comfortable compared to the PS4 controller. I actually like that it's got a little bit more size, a little bit more weight. The PS4 controller felt like I was a giant just like clenching it. This just, this, I don't know, I find this very comfortable. I will say the, the using the analog sticks definitely feels different than it had in the past. Maybe that's more so what he's referring to. Um, the controller height's a little different. But that's, obviously, that's not something SDS can change. But that is a valid, that's a valid issue. That's something that's new this year. No one's ever played MLB on a, MLB the show on a PS5 until this year. So, um, it's valid. Every, everybody's, if everyone's, if, well, first of all, sorry, backtrack, word vomit. If an individual is an exper- is experiencing something, that individual is, is 
totally entitled to that opinion. If it's impacting that person, it's impacting that person. You can't say, no, it's not. You're not that person. Um, so there's plenty of issues with this game. Ranging from tech to actual fucking problems. And I, I don't know where we go from here. I'm not going to stop playing the game. Said that before. I said that last year when the game was at its worst. I don't quite know if this year's game is as bad as last year's game at its worst. It's kind of trending that way, though. I love this game, though. I love baseball. The only time I'm going to take a break from this is, like, if cool other shit comes out. Like, Spider-Man, for example. Which, I know those games aren't upcoming, but, you know. A Spider-Man game. A Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, I don't really play any other sports games. I don't play COD. I don't play anything like that. I don't play Fortnite. Um, But, like, cool little... RPG, fantasy, storytelling type games. Uh, you know, I think I'll still play MLB The Show almost every day, but I'll I'll take some breaks here and there. I'll play other games. I might even stream other games at some point. Who knows? I, I haven't even gotten that far yet. Um, it's just very frustrating that you, you invest so much time and effort into a game that, yeah, you enjoy grinding, and yeah, you get some sort of validation from it, but it sucks. It's not good. The content's good. The content's maybe better than it's ever been. There are too many fucking lefty pitchers in the game, which is an overcorrection from last year. Speaking of, we haven't even talked about the Battle Royale program dropping today. That's probably dropping another left-hander, 99 no-hitter James Paxton. It's going to just make me scream. But the content's great. The content's the only thing saving this game. If there wasn't so much content to grind for, I would not be playing it all the time. Because there's no reason to. It's just getting frustrated every day for no reason. The offline grind, while tedious and while repetitive and mind-numbing, is actually kind of a nice mental break from the frustrations of playing online and ranked in BR and, and events. Events, by the way, you guys are fools. They're not, not you guys listening necessarily, but there are so many people in the world who just give up in events games. I threw three pitches and struck a guy out to start a game and he quit. I was like, thank you for the free win, but like, let's play. Another tangent here. I feel like we've been all over the place in this episode, but it's kind of more of a ranty episode, and I hope that's okay. Next week, we'll hopefully have a little more structure with uh, the guest of honor. We're going to talk about some really interesting stuff. I'm really excited for that. So, guys, deep breath or sigh of relief or whatever. Exhale. Hopefully, the game will get better. It can't get much worse. It's June. We still have a lot more time left with this game. Assuming they get back to their March release next year, that means we have July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. Fuck, we have eight more months of this game. That's if you play it all the way through. I did last year. I'll probably do it again. Um, We got to live with it. We got to make the best of it. I understand people are going to complain. That's fine. We just got to remember to be nice to each other, be kind to each other, support each other's streams, even if the game's getting frustrating. You know, if your favorite streamer's taking a break from the game for a little while or for a couple days or this or that, come pop by a, a smaller stream. I'm not just saying that for myself. Obviously, I'm going to advocate for myself, but I've, I've met a lot of cool people through this podcast. I've had a lot of cool people on this podcast who might consider themselves smaller streamers compared to the, the big guys. Go support them. They deserve your time and attention, too. Um... And even though they're going to get frustrated just like the rest of us, they're enjoying building a community and, and, and creating content. So 
That is my PSA. Thank you guys for listening to this rant. I appreciate uh, you guys for popping into the poll. Again, I apologize. No stream tonight. I have some family stuff to take care of in Massachusetts. We'll be back with a stream on next Tuesday. And again, can't guarantee it yet, but maybe even this weekend. I hope so. I don't really know what's going on. I'm hoping that works out. But, guys, this has been the show, the podcast, episode 44. And I love you all. Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you all next week.